0: Okay, this is Allison and Sarah with For the Love of Chad. Hello. We are going to talk about workplace romance. Um, just like what some sexual things that could be said in the workplace that might seem weird. Okay, this might not be uh, as much of a sexual harassment thing or anything like that. <laughs> But these are some weird things that get said in conference calls or just like in meetings in general that I just find to be awkward. Like, does, is it really meant for the boardroom? I don't know. Like the open your kimono. Let's see. Let, put it all out there. Put it all on the table. Let's see what you're working with. Like, show me your game plan. Yeah, but, I don't
1: like that at all.
0: I don't like the open your kimono.
1: No, that's terrible.
0: Um, There's also down and dirty we can get this done down and dirty which is like the simpler route to get something done but i i just don't i think that i don't like the way it sounds yeah i just
1: don't know that we should use anything that has sexual connotation to it like you can just say like we need to get this project done or like this needs to be over with like we don't need to sexualize the concept at work.
0: People love to also use the word sexy. Like, how can we make coupons sexy? And I'm like, there's no way to make coupons sexy unless it's like 50% off some lingerie. <laughs> but like, I, I hearing people say that at work, I'm, I'm like, eh, I'd rather not. I'd rather not.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a saying that you shouldn't mix business and pleasure. And I think it's a saying for a reason.
0: Yeah. I once was on a call with a guy and he actually got so drunk at one of the annual meetings that Wait, he, would, he got
1: drunk on the call.
0: Oh, no, no. At one of our like annual meetings, oh, okay. like yearly meetings, it would okay. be like a big party, like lots of alcohol. But he was found butt naked in the hall of a hotel room and everybody knew about it. Like he was butt naked. And I was on a call with him a year later, and we were talking about our game plan, our approach for, like, executing a project, and he said, we don't want to get caught with our pants down. And I was just thinking, you are not the one to use this line. I don't appreciate this line in general, but you, sir, are not the one to use this line.
1: Yeah, no. Unless he's speaking from experience, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Talking about those annual meetings, though, there's actually another one. And I witnessed, so we went to a bar by a hotel, like the conference was in a hotel. And there was a woman there waiting for men. And this man went with a prostitute. And walked up to his hotel room, but, like, first waited to get applauded by mm. every coworker there. Good. So, like, there was no discretion. It was, hey, I found a prostitute. Now everybody watch me as I, like, dance off to mm. my hotel room with her.
1: Yeah. I mean, on one hand, I try to not to pass judgment off on the sex industry, but, like, at the same time... Again, I think there needs to be a certain level of professionalism that everyone carries around at work and I don't know that all your coworkers need to know your sex life number yeah. 1, number 2. I don't know if it's something to be applauded that we need to be using for show in front of our coworkers. But like also, I don't care how drunk you are, but don't you have any shame about what your coworkers know about you? Like I don't know that your coworkers need to be the people in your life that know everything about you. Like, you have friends for a reason. Like, you can call your friends and tell them that you at home with a prostitute. I don't care, but yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't think it has its place in the workplace.
0: I guess that also brings us to dating coworkers.
1: Yeah, that's a mixed bag topic for me. I have very mixed opinions on dating a coworker.
0: I am absolutely not for it. Am I guilty of it? Yes.
1: I have not ever dated a coworker. I'm trying to think back. I don't think that I have. I have had a massive crush on a coworker before. And I played oh, the yes. game of like, do you say something? Do you not say something? I played this game for myself for a long time. I never did say anything, but uh, I don't I don't know. It's like on one hand, I have several friends that were coworkers that worked together, that are now married, are happily married. But uh, Oh, it's so risky. Yeah, so I've definitely risky. seen a
0: lot of success. I was not a part of that success. I think it's not the way to go. But then at the same time, everybody else has married their co-workers. So it's like, whatever. But for me, I did not find it to be the way to go. Like, these are people you are stuck with that you have to see Anytime you go to the local bar for a happy hour, there he is. For me, it was a little better. I did it one time and he worked across the street from me. And I was really hesitant to get into a relationship with a coworker. Mm -hmm. Very hesitant. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable with this. I don't want people at work knowing my business. Yeah. I don't want to date. Like, I don't want to date a coworker. I'm trying to keep it very professional and he was like no i am this this feels so uncomfortable for me too but for you i feel like it's worth the risk he's like i would never do this ever like you are just that special to me i have never done this but isn't that
1: always the line that they wouldn't do it for anyone else but you
0: yeah that was a lie because he was sleeping with a coworker on the floor below me if is isn't like, the plot months, of a
1: rom-com, I don't know what is.
0: Yeah. So I'm like, wow, I found that out later. I was like, cool. He lied about every single thing. But the way that relationship ended was that he went he went to a bachelor party.
1: Mm.
0: And I did, I hadn't heard from him all weekend, which I was like, I didn't expect to. You. You're on a bachelor party. Yeah. Have fun with your friends. He
1: Have then with your bros.
0: Yeah, he then comes back and he's like, "My phone broke. I'm so sorry. You oh, had not heard from me." And I was like, "Oh, like that's fine. I I didn't even know your phone broke. I just thought you were having fun visiting your friends yeah. in New York, which is where he, the party took place." So I he sho- a
1: Strange location for a bachelor party. I
0: know, and he shows me. His phone and it's broken, but it's a work phone, so he was getting a new one the next day. I am convinced that he broke the phone just to use it as leverage to back up his story. Shut up. I'm convinced because this guy lied about everything. But he starts acting really fishy, like right after the bachelor party. Oh then wait. breaks up with me. Mm. And then he has a woman from New York move to Chicago for him like weeks later. Shut up. So he's living in Chicago. She's living in New York. He goes to New York for a bachelor party. How else could they have met? Yeah, he goes to New York for a bachelor party. Don't hear from him all weekend. Comes back with a now fiancé. You're kidding. Yeah, they're
1: getting married. Wait, do you think that there was not actually a bachelor party?
0: I question it. What a he did message me off of his friend's Facebook messenger. He messaged me his he had his friend message me to be like, oh, his phone broke. I wonder if he asked his friend to do that because he thought I would care, which I did not. I yeah, I question. That is mind blowing. Because how do you have how do you start up a relationship with somebody while you're on a bachelor party? Seems yeah. You're in difficult. the same
1: location for like an hour.
0: Yeah. Don't so, give me
1: this meet cue at a bar. You found the love of your life. Nonsense. Yeah. No, I don't believe it for a second. Yeah. When
0: you're with your buddies celebrating yeah. someone else hammered yeah. off
1: your ass.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, no. um, things were weird after that. I wasn't able to go to my favorite, I did for a while. I went to my favorite happy hour place near the office, but it was not as enjoyable like having to see his face. No, definitely not. So then I had to give up my favorite nacho place. Oh, but what? What a risk. Then if we went to like a social outing and the other men were hitting on me, he would pull them aside to say, you can't sleep with my ex-girlfriend. First Wait, off, buddy. Yeah, we didn't we didn't date that long. Secondly Also you, you fucked up and you ended it. So why do you care who I sleep yeah. with? Why are you keeping why are you like putting dibs on me? I am not your possession. Oh that grinds my gears. That was the only time that I got into a relationship at work and I did not want to. And he's like, No, like this makes me so uncomfortable too. I would never do this. He was sleeping with somebody the entire uh, time. A what co- an ass. I realized that's why she hated me, too. I was like, why does this girl... I met her because ev- I was in a softball league, a work softball league. Oh, great. I met her Obviously. every week. Every mm. week I said hi to her and I introduced myself. Every week she said, what's your name? I don't remember you. <gasps> every single week. Shut up. I was like, why does she hate me? Find out. Because I stole her man. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like
1: on one hand, as an adult your dating pool is very small. Like if you're not a go-getter and you're not going to bars and you're not trying to meet people, your workplace is the only place they're going to meet somebody. So I understand the draw of wanting to date somebody at work because those are the people that you're around all the time. I feel like it's very similar to college where you're dating people that you go to college with because that's your dating pool. As an adult, if you're working a big company, like. Your workplace is potentially your dating pool. But I feel like the big cons are number one, the gossip factor, because Mm -hmm. men, women, I don't care what it is. The workplace cubicle gossip is out of control. So no matter what you do and however professional you try to be, I feel like you are going to be the topic of conversation. As soon as one person knows, everybody's going to know and everyone's going to be in your business the entire time. Yeah. As ev- no matter how discreet you are. So I feel like you're airing all your laundry to like the public sector of your workplace for everyone to know for all of time. And I I'm just not here for it.
0: Everybody at work knew he was sleeping with the girl on the floor below me, and Ugh. I was the only one who didn't. Mm. They knew more of my business than I
1: did. I don't know why no one tried to help you out and be like, listen, Allison, give you the skinny. Well,
0: fun fact, it was a construction company. It was basically all men, and they were like, why would we share that information with you? Like we, we're friends with him. Ew. So like yeah.
1: What do you mean, why would you share that information? Because you're a decent human being. Apparently, you're
0: all trash. Yeah, it wasn't the best. I was like, cool, cool. I had like a couple girlfriends there, and they just did not socialize with the men to know to know these things. Yeah.
1: I feel like you also, besides the gossip factor, if it goes south, it creates a very sticky situation yeah. Like you have to see them every day. Luckily Again, that was not ad, the case for me. Yeah. I
0: rarely saw him. That's good. He was in a completely different building. It was more so he ruined my happy hour spot.
1: Yeah, I mean even that you potentially are really like throwing a wrench in the plans and like I've known people who have split up at work and like one person has had to quit their job or like leave because they couldn't take it anymore and like Your work is your livelihood. Like, let's not be ruining our livelihood over a man. Yeah. Absolutely not worth it.
0: Yeah. So at that company, there were, like, a few people who tried to pursue things. And after that, I was, like, absolutely not interested. What would also happen is I sat in this, like, weird corner, too. So men would walk by and they would just watch you the whole time. Hmm. And they constantly walked into the wall just because they would be looking at me the whole time. And I'm like, either you're interested or you're an extremely nosy Nelly. And it could have been that they were an extremely nosy Nelly. Like that could be it. But the fact that I would watch these, I I would text my mom. I'm like, it happened again. He like another one walked into the wall and I was like, I need to set up a camera or something to put on these people. My mom would find it to be so wild. And I swear, I am not making this up. They'd walk into walls. Oh, my God. Was it like, were you on a corner? Was it like a sharp corner? Yeah, it was kind of like a weird situation. I don't think it was that intense for them to continuously walk into walls. Yeah, no. But yeah, I think they weren't the most coordinated, I guess. But I definitely had others like where they constantly were talking about me inappropriately. And then I would hear about it and I would be uncomfortable. Yeah,
1: no, not good.
0: I mean, workplace
1: gossip is always going to be a thing. Like when you get groups of people together, they're going to gossip. But I just do not get this like male-female power dynamic that happens in the workplace. And I can't speak to the reverse. Like, the female to male, because I don't think that it happens to the same extent, at least in my experience. But like the, the number of inappropriate comments that men have made to my face or Mm -hmm. friends of the friend have made to me is truly, truly mind blowing to me. I feel like you hear about it and you think it's just like this nonchalant thing, but like it, It is uncomfortable. I mean, it's hard to know what's being said about you and to like go back to that person and have a normal conversation with them knowing that they've said certain things to your face or that they're saying things behind your back. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I take a lot of pride in my clothes. I like to dress nice. Like I feel like the look good, feel good mentality really, it really suits me. And there was, like, a running joke in one place that I worked that I had never worn the same outfit to work twice Impressive. in my entire career there. But male coworkers one, used to talk to each other and be like, hey, you definitely need to go look at her outfit today. And then they would, like, come by my room to come look at my outfit. And I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. And well, then they'd walk into walls. Like, No you no, you can't do this. Or one person would be like, oh, you haven't worn this particular shirt in a while. Like you think you sh- I think you should wear it again. I'm like, are you are you like requesting outfits for me to wear to work? That's so uncomfortable. I'm never wearing that shirt again. Yeah. Like, no, thank you. Stop. Like, why do you feel that you can say that to somebody?
0: Yeah. I feel like women get the brunt of it. I have seen women do it to men, too. So I will say that, but the extent for it to happen to the women and so common and so frequently, it's wild.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure women do sexualize men in the workplace, but I don't know. I would never go up to a man and be like, hey, you should wear that blue shirt that you wore on Monday. Like, I don't know. That's just so uncomfortable to me. Yeah. Um. I also, I think I hate nothing more in the entire world than when someone comes up to you and they're like oh my god you look so tired like are you okay and you just didn't put makeup on that day you're actually not tired like you're fine you just didn't put any makeup on it's like fuck you I'm fine it's like stop commenting on my appearance I think it's perfectly acceptable for someone to be like hey you look really nice today yeah but like leave it at that don't be like, you look near death because the bag's under your eyes.
0: Or when you've got a resting bitch face and they're like, is something wrong? Like, what's, what's the matter? You want to talk about it? And I'm like, police, let's not. I'm I, just sitting here minding my own business. Like, let me comment that I'm tired. Don't yeah. come up
1: to me and try to slyly be like, you look like shit. Dude, I know. I woke up late. I rushed out of the house. I'm fine. I'm here. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. Drives me nuts. But then I also one time had a male coworker be like, oh, you're in a horrible mood today. And I'm like, yep, like not in a good mood, like not here for it. It's fine. Like got a lot going on. Dad ass looks at me and goes, so you haven't gotten late in a while? Oh, I've um, had- I'm sorry. No. Number one, we are not close enough that. You know anything about my sex life. Who or when, who I have fucked, when I have fucked. You don't know anything about that. Two, why do you go straight to that I am in a bad mood because I have not gotten laid? No, my mood is not dependent on any man. I'm just in a bad mood. I have things going on. Like, fuck you. You can't even say that to me. Don't make any comments about sex to me at
0: work. I had a coworker who... A man said that she was in a bad mood, asked if she was on her period.
1: Ew, that's equally as bad. Yeah. Like, that is none of your fucking business. You cannot ask me that.
0: Yeah. I mean, the amount of people who like think that you can't do your job because you're a woman or that you look younger. I, it's wild to me. I had a co I had a coworker recently, no longer there. He literally asked me how I managed to get my title. And he's the same what? he's the same age as me. And he was a level above me. And he asked me how I managed to get a level below him, how I managed to snag that job. And it's like, A, we're the same age and you're a level below me, above me, and you think I should be two levels below you i am so confused by this i had never worked with him so why he would come at me that way it's not like he was going off of job performance or anything he just said that i looked young and asked me and we had had long conversations about this too i'm the same age as you yeah like same all the same stuff and he asked me how i swung it oh have you God. think i swung it did i sleep with someone is that what you're trying to say like Ew. Yeah. Ew. I was not a fan.
1: No, it's so rude. Like, you don't know. And he doesn't know anything about you. Like, yeah. how could you possibly speak to the kind of job that you do at work? You're strictly going off the fact that I'm a female and what he, you perceive my age to be and my appearance.
0: And he said it so loud in front of the entire team. It's an open desk room. He said it so loud. And I said, What the fuck's that supposed to mean? good for you. And then he said it again, even more like proudly. And I said, why the fuck would you say that to me? Which is, this is probably not the best approach from HR standards, but I was just so No, but you have to stick
1: up for yourself.
0: I was so heated, so thrown off. And then everybody else was like starting to come by. Like what happened? What happened? I said, so-and-so why go ahead explain yourself tell everybody why the fuck you said that to me oh he said like go ahead explain yourself he started shaking saying oh I, I said it as a joke when the first no, it's not a fucking joke the first two minutes he just kept repeating it over and over again when he knew I was heated and then until other people started coming in that's when he said oh I thought you knew it was a joke it's not a funny joke what's no. the punchline that I'm incompetent why no. why would that be funny? It's not funny. No. So like that kind of stuff happens so often. And this is stuff that I feel like men don't really have to worry about. We've got the pay gaps.
1: Don't even get me started I'm, on the I wage gap. I
0: can't I will be I will go on way too long. But we've got that, and then we've got people constantly undermining you who don't even work on your team. If I was on your team, that's still not an appropriate way to go about it. No. But you don't even know how I perform, so keep it to yourself, buddy.
1: No, I don't think you are You can make any comments like that. I work, did have ever. somebody
0: who seemed really nice. He hey, asked, don't they
1: always seem nice?
0: i know well i never i didn't find out long enough to know otherwise but he seemed really nice and he started he started to join one of my projects and it meant that i was going to have to work very closely with him for Mm -hmm. quite some time and he just joined the project like he had been working there but we had never really talked too much And we would only talk about work. I would say like, I need this here. I need that here. This looks good. Sign off, stuff like that. There was no, hi, how's your day going? How are you? What do you like to do for fun? There was no small talk. So this man comes, asks me a question, goes back to his desk in another room. And then he pings me on Skype. And he's like, So I've got something um, I wanted to ask you. This might be awkward, which he was just there with me in person, but he decides to do this over Skype. And he's like, "I." who does anything
1: over Skype anymore?
0: Well, not anymore, because a lot of people transition to teams is the new chat
1: platform. But
0: before it used to be Skype for business. And um, he was just like, I'm going to ask you something, but honestly, don't feel weird about saying no. It's not going to change anything. Like, don't feel weird at all. And I kind of got vibes. Maybe he was interested, but I thought it was just obviously misplaced confidence because we had not even had small talk. Yeah. And I had very little to go off of. And then he asks me out via the Skype for Business ping chat. And I said, "Um, I mean... I would be willing to like get to know you as a friend over coffee because I don't even know this guy. And now I'm supposed to be working closely with him on projects. Yeah. We have not even had small talk and he seemed really nice and he seemed cool. Like he would be someone maybe I'd want to get to know based off of the very little I knew about him. And like maybe if I wasn't working with him, different situation. He told me it wouldn't be weird if I said no. Immediately he replies back, I made it weird immediately
1: you made it weird or he made it weird he
0: said he made it weird immediately Mm. which is the exact opposite approach he said he would take if I said no and so then he said he made it weird and I was like oh well gotta shoot your shot yeah and I just figured like go for whoever you want and if it doesn't work out like at least you tried like for me it didn't work out because we are co-workers but then all of a sudden. And you do Yeah. And I don't know him. He's off my project. Shut all up. Of a sudden. He emails me the next day. I'm going on vacation so I can no longer work on your project. I'm thinking going on vacation. Yeah. Usually like you're gone for two weeks and then somebody covers for you. But then you get back to the project. Nope. Never came back on my project. Shut up. So and I would walk past him in the hall. Would not acknowledge me at all. Okay. Then, like, you can't
1: shoot your shot. If you yeah. cannot be professional after and take the repercussions of your actions in a professional way, or then you have to keep chummy. them to yourself.
0: At least chummy. Like uh, it, Yeah,
1: fake it for all I care. Yeah. But, like... You need to have some level of professionalism at work.
0: I thought I was going to see him at one of our happy hours and I was going to come up to him, like just start having small talk because I had never had small talk with him. So I was really curious now and he just never, never came around. Oh my God. It was definitely weird. I had another coworker who was really intense and he used to make bracelets for me out of paper clips. Shut up. And present them to me. I mean, how old are we? He was very, he was fresh out of college at that time. And he also- I mean, this would, is like
1: behavior of like a 10-year-old.
0: It was quite intense. And he would stand behind me for long periods of time. And then I would turn around because I, ha- I wouldn't know he was standing right, hovering right behind me. I would turn around, scream- and he's like, I've been standing there for twenty minutes. Why'd you freak Ew. out? Shut up. Yes.
1: No, he i have a hard time there, talk.
0: watching me, hovering no. over me, right no. behind me Mm-mm. at my own desk no. in my cubicle, which nope. is small. No. And he's like, I've been watching you, and I'm like, why? Yeah. No. And then he lived with his he lived with his um, girlfriend and his girlfriend's parents, and he would talk about how things weren't going great with the girlfriend. And I'm like, why are you telling me this to see like if I'd be open for something? Because I'm not like you are living with the girlfriend and the girlfriend's parents. And then you're trying to like, should I be with her or should I not? Do you want me to say you shouldn't and that be your sign that I'm interested? Oh, Lord. But yeah, I used to get the paperclip bracelets quite a bit. Mm
1: Mm No, thank you. And then
0: when I started to get creeped out and I kind of withdrew, he was like, what happened to us? We used to be so good. And I'm like, when you first started, I was talking a lot about comics and like all the different movies. I was finding some common ground getting to know you. And he's just like, and then you, I started getting paperclip bracelets and you started hovering over me for 20 minutes without my knowledge and now you're upset because we're not how we used to be.
1: I think you find yourself in a lot of situations where men believe that there is an us and there is no us. Yeah. Like, I feel like that happens often to you. That's never happened to me. Really? Yeah.
0: I just think that we're friends. Yeah. I mean, I this mean, man had a girlfriend and I he mean, was yeah. living I with her. I don't think
1: you are. your thoughts yeah. are unwarranted. I just am shocked that you have found yourself in this scenario the me number too. of times that you have
0: me too it's like, not been I, pleasant.
1: i just would like to go back to always the, the bumble man that was messaging and calling you every day yeah every day and felt strongly that there was a, a we or an us i miss us yes
0: is what he said yeah no i think yeah yeah nope that's there's no us buddy no us there's just a you and um, I'm going to head in the other direction.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not good.
0: I think another
1: time where it's like, like I was saying, I had a crush at work before and yeah. I never said anything. Cause I felt like I was not ready to deal with the repercussions if it was a no, because mm-hmm. we were friends and I, I, you know, you don't, you don't want to mess up the group. You don't want to mess yeah. up the friend group. You don't want to mess up the coworker or whatever. But then I feel like When you have the coworker that gets a little too drunk at the happy hour and sends you the drunk text that you know he's going to regret later. Like you always have that that combo with yourself, like, do you address it? Do you act like you never got it? What do you do? What's the path of least resistance here? What is going to make this the least weird? Because you know in your heart of hearts that this human is going to regret this text in the morning.
0: Yeah. I don't exchange phone numbers with my coworkers, my male coworkers really. So I haven't found myself in that boat.
1: Yeah, I it was more that we were in a, like a big group of
0: Yeah, you guys were like really friends, chummy.
1: And it's like friends of friends or whatever. Or I felt like in the environment that I was in, you kind of needed to have people's numbers for like questions or I don't know. Other things. Yeah. Like there was there were reasons that we had everyone, not everyone's, but people's phone numbers. And I don't know. It's not, it's not a fun thing to navigate.
0: I did have one crush on a coworker, and this was before I was like anti-dating coworkers. I was yeah. like, my one boss was like really involved in my love life. And she was like, You should hit him up. You should like really go for it. So I was Ugh. like,
1: I hate uh-uh. the people that encourage it because it's like you don't have to deal with the repercussions. I do. Yeah. Like you're rooting for this to go well, but it, it's not necessarily going to go well. It's a coin flip. If well, it goes well, it's great for everyone. If it goes poorly, it's shitty for me. And like you have you don't have to deal with
0: that at all. They're just eating the popcorn trying to enjoy the show. They yeah. don't really care if it's a shit show or a love right. story. It right. doesn't matter to them.
1: Yeah. They paid the same price.
0: Yeah. But... I had made cookies, like a lot of cookies, and I had pinged this guy. I had messaged him being like, I have a lot of cookies. He worked, again, in the building next door, as all the younger folks did at that company. And I was like, I bake some cookies if you're interested. And to my surprise, he was like, yeah. He comes by. I get a call from the IT guy who was like the bane of my existence. As are all
1: people in IT.
0: And he literally called me right when this guy approaches and he's like trying to grab the cookie. And I'm like, wait a second, hold on. And I'm like, this IT guy is cock blocking me right now. And I'm like turning bright red as I'm telling him to wait to hold on so I can talk to him while he's enjoying the cookie. (laughs) It was so bad. It was like, it wasn't that far out of college. So I'll give mm. myself that excuse. And it was, it was not solid, but, um, I found out that he had a very long term girlfriend, mm. like a girlfriend from like early college days. So I was like, and he was a little older. So I was like, okay, this is not ideal. Never mind. Not trying to be a home wrecker here. <laughs> so I found yeah. that out and I was like, awkward. Hopefully he just thinks I was trying to be friends because I was the new girl at work.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm sure yeah. we took that path.
0: Oh my god. You can tell yourself that. Then after that, I decided I was not going to talk about anyone that I had a crush on, anybody that I was interested in, any past relationships. It was dead there. There was no more. We weren't going to pursue that. It was going to be work and work only. I mean,
1: yeah, it gets sticky. It's like what what topics are okay for the workplace? How much can you tell your coworkers? Like, how much do you want them to know about your life? I think it would be very, a very likely option for coworkers like to then try to set you up with somebody. Oh, yeah. And then much like a friend, it gets awkward fast when you are a super uninterested in the person they're trying to set you up with when they're, they are not even remotely your type. And then you have the whole mental conversation of like, is this the type of person that this person thinks I need to be with? Like, yeah. is this person the best that they think that I can do? And then if you do oblige them and go out with them and try to be nice and then it doesn't work out, then you have to deal with the fallout from the, the botched setup. It It's just all that. So it's like maybe you can't just talk about relationships in the workplace at all either.
0: Yeah, I, I have had people trying to set me up. Coworkers try to set me up. I don't want it to go south. So I just say no. Similar to why I say no when friends try to set me up.
1: I mean, I feel that it really is a sticky situation. Again, it, if it goes well, great. Just like dating a coworker. If it goes well and you end up happily ever after, that's great. If you don't and it goes south, it's a shit show. Yeah. There's either shit talking or someone hates somebody or it, it just doesn't go well. It doesn't end well.
0: And then what are the rules when you see a coworker on a dating app? I feel like you don't acknowledge it. You don't acknowledge it. You don't swipe for them. Nothing. I feel that that would be the most mature thing to do. I have swiped right
1: just to see.
0: I did for the guy that I dated. But then I didn't didn't
1: open up the conversation part of it. Yeah,
0: I acknowledged it once and it was with the guy that I dated. And I said, I saw you on Tinder back in the day. And that was like the only time I acknowledged it. But I think I just saw a coworker on Tinder because, yes, I was swiping on Tinder. I just was swiping yesterday and I think I saw him because he has a really unique name and it was like a five mile radius. But the first picture, he was so far away and I was just not, I didn't have the energy. So I immediately swiped left. And then I was like, wait, I think that was him after I was swiping left. And I regretted it because it was really, he's a hes a new coworker. So I wanted to see what his vibes were. And I wish I had explored the other photos. I wanted to see, I was very curious what he would be like outside of the professional situation. Mm. Now that we're on this
1: conversation, there was one time where he was technically a coworker, but he was in like such a different department than me that I really didn't really consider him a co-worker. Like I literally never interacted with this man and had something happened or not happened, like I did not ever see him at work, so it wouldn't have mattered. And so I swiped right on him just to kind of see and we like mapped. So I was like, okay, like I'll talk to him. He's cute, whatever literally for like half halfway down the conversation he was like oh shoot I didn't realize who you were I was like oh great oh <laughs> that's my God.
0: fantastic so either <laughs> I had that happen to me over quarantine with the really? building engineer at my company so he was the guy who was like fixing all the lights all this stuff and I, I didn't realize it until after, like I looked at his bio more. He, he said that he was like the building engineer for like, di- for like a certain company. And it was the company that owned the building that I worked in. And I, on my first day had gotten like food poisoning where they took me to lunch. Oh, great. So he was working outside the bathroom, fixing the lights. no. And I was in a meeting, like an introduction meeting, meeting all of like these, this whole department, I had left a 30 minute meeting four times, four times I had to leave a 30 minute meeting and I got so sick in the bathroom. It was not discreet. And he was working outside of the bathroom door that I was in. And he watched me walk back and forth four times.
1: No. And so
0: anytime I saw this guy, I was like so embarrassed. Like, yes, this is the first time my first day at the on the job.
1: Oh, my and God. And I'm like,
0: oh, he must know. Like anytime I saw him in the hall, I would like avoid. And then I match with him on Hinge. And he's like so trying to pursue things and they realized it was him and I couldn't. I, I couldn't. I just kept thinking about. You can't the- come back from that. I kept thinking about the day I almost died in the bathroom. <laughs> and I, but I guess he didn't recognize that it was me, which thankfully that's. Or maybe he did. Maybe it was a turn on. Yeah, there. maybe it was a turn on. Ew. Gross. <laughs> so the workplace, I think there's, there's definitely a lot of different outlets as far as love Sexualizing things, yeah. you, either sexualizing the coworker, sexualizing the sayings that we use, like yeah. down and like actually down and dirty, that might not be sex- sexy. I think it is. I, yeah, I immediately just go to a very sexy place. And then, like, do you date? Do you not date a coworker? How much do you disclose to people? It's all, we just wrapped it all in one on this episode. I know.
1: It's, it's a hard combo though. I feel like people feel a lot of different ways about it. Yeah. But I feel like for some people, I mean, your workplace is the only human interaction that you have in a day. Yeah. So like if you have gossip or juice or you're dating somebody or whatever and you want to chat and you want to gossip, like that's who's around you. So that's yeah. what ends up happening.
0: And then going through a breakup while you're at work. Oh,
1: the worst. Like you're just
0: trying to get through the day in front of your screen, doing like the lamest stuff and just trying not to cry.
1: Yes. No, I had a man break up with me when I was at work, like sent me a text in the middle of the day. I'm like, bro, can we not? Yeah. Then you spend the whole day trying to keep it together and to not have a thousand people being like, oh my God, are you okay? Like what's wrong? I think it's particularly bad when you have a ba- a bubbly personality at baseline. Yeah. So for me, I mean, I'm kind of always <laughs> at a 10 <laughs> 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 energy wise. So it's very easy to tell if I'm annoyed or sad or whatever. So the minute you're not like the over the top self, everyone's like, Oh my god, what's wrong? Like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. Then it's like the more people that ask you, like, your eyes are like welling up, and you're like, or if they're like, oh, are you gonna
0: go to dinner with like your boyfriend this weekend? You know, everybody like around your cubicle asking what's everybody's weekend plans. No. It's like, no, you dumped me. (laughs) Yeah. Like, sorry, I even asked. No, and
1: I think it's really easy to sit here and like hear things that coworkers have said to other people and be like, "Oh, if anyone ever said that to me, like I would absolutely tell them off." And but then it's like when it happens to you, sometimes I think you're just so in shock. Yeah. Always. Of what's being said to you. That oftentimes hindsight is 2020 and I think back to things that have been said to me and I'm like, "I should have absolutely gone off on that person." And I don't know why that I did not, but I think in the moment you're just so caught off guard and you're so in shock that someone would say that to you, but then you're also trying to be the bigger person and trying to be professional that you end up not saying anything. And I feel like oftentimes I come off as like the more passive one. And I just kind of take the comments that have been said to me and I don't really throw them back at people. And I don't know that that's always
0: best approach. I feel like usually I'm in shock and I just like let it slide, but when that guy asked me how I swung my title, I was just so, I was so pissed. And I was in shock, which is why I kept saying, what the fuck did you just say to me over and over? Yeah. <laughs> like, correct your position, sir. You yeah. saw my reaction, Now, re- now reassess. And he was not reassessing until other people came by. And I told him to share what he said and why he thought he had the nerve to say it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think... There was a point where I was having comments said to me so on the regular and I was so uncomfortable at baseline that I kind of took the comments above and kind of raised some concerns about the comments. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't necessarily like looking to get anyone in trouble. I just really needed them to stop. I just couldn't take it anymore and did not want that to be the environment that I was going to be dealing with at work for all of time. And I will never forget the person said to me, well, what environment do you feel like you create that you feel that these people feel okay to make these comments to you? Wow. And this was HR. I think back to this moment all the time. And I think I was just so absolutely stunned that this was being turned on me and this was being made my fault that these men felt comfortable continuously making these comments and continuously making me uncomfortable. And they were asking me what I did to essentially promote this behavior. Yeah. And in the moment, I did not say anything. I could not come up with anything to say. I think I sat there like a deer in headlights. And I'm like, sitting there now, I – oh, my God. I could just flip a lid for an hour. It's like you just take for granted how many people – are in that situation and are having that conversation. And I think it's easy to be like, Oh, I wouldn't take this. And
0: then you worry about, Oh, everybody might think that you're like the problem child or like, no no one can talk to you because then it's like going to be an issue and you're going to perceive it a certain way. But then it's also like, well, you're too sensitive. Well, you can't take a joke. It's like,
1: no, I can take a joke. I am sarcastic as anyone but like it's not funny Mm -hmm. it's not a joke you cannot comment on anything about me sexually you can't comment on my body like and it's undermining
0: you professionally when everybody's having those comments about you are you really going to be the first person that they're going to look to for promotion no no
1: and what the comment that also grinds my gears the most is it's usually a group of in my experience, it has been a group of men making these comments, and you always get the boys will be boys. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. You're 30-year-old men. You're not boys. This is not the good old boys club. Like, you don't get to just say whatever it is that you want. Yeah. There are repercussions for your actions. There would be repercussions for me if I was making those comments. So there needs to be repercussions for you. It's not appropriate.
0: There's repercussions for you for just being a woman.
1: Literally. You won't
0: take him there. No. Or, like, commenting on – this is with
1: outfits again, but, like – when I was having like a lot of these issues, they were like, well, you need to be more authoritative at work. Like again, putting it on me. And one day I came in in heels and they were like, oh good. You wore heels today. That makes you look more authoritative. What me wearing heels to work is going to help me combat these comments. No, I actually think it could perhaps do the opposite. So like, yeah, that's what you're focusing on. That's what you think is going to cure this problem.
0: Me wearing heels to work? Like, are are you dense? Yeah. Absolutely insane. I also like when it's like, you either get the comments like, oh, you can't do the job because you're a woman. Like, we'll let the men handle this. Or it's the, she did well with the client because she wore a skirt. The That's the reason the client liked her. So it's like- Like, fuck you. I've heard both- Comments not necessarily towards me at previous jobs or current jobs, whatever, not necessarily towards me, but I've heard those, yeah people talking about other females,
1: yeah, it's not appropriate, yeah, and I don't think people talk about it enough, but
0: I mean if there's like a really if there's a smoke show at work, I'm shifting gears if there's a smoke show at work, and he seems like he is super, super nice. And I have gotten to know him a bit, like on a friend level. You know, we've actually had small talk. Maybe I would pursue that, that work relationship, perhaps. I don't know. It would have to take a lot. Like Clark Kent would have to be walking through those doors. <laughs> and we would have to be vibing as friends for quite some time before I took that dive. I just don't know
1: I don't know I don't oh, know that I could. I would have to like seriously Ryan Reynolds walks that, through like, the door He
0: was the one Ryan Reynolds walks through the door Ryan okay gosling. but again
1: if I thought it was gonna be a temporary relationship no,
0: he seems cool. you are it's like so into him. You guys have been talking as friends you've got a massive crush on him and he is Ryan freaking gosling. He's got Noah from The Notebook's romance. He's got the guy from Remember the Titans dance moves that when he was in that. No, wait, he was in that movie with um, Emma Stone where he danced. That probably would have been a better example. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. La La Land? Yes. Uh.
1: I didn't watch a, it. What a tearjerker!
0: I didn't watch it.
1: Shocking. No, the end of the movie is literally so sad. It makes me so angry. I wanted it to end a certain way, and it absolutely did not. And I was pissed.
0: Well, I did watch Love, Sex, Money. No, what is that movie? Crazy Stupid Love. I did watch Crazy Stupid Love with Love Sex him. Money. <laughs> I did watch Crazy Stupid Love with Ryan Gosling, and – uh, that's the only version of Ryan Gosling I need, really. That
1: scene when he picks her up to the Dirty Dancing theme
0: song. Good lord, fuck me. Yeah, I think that if he walked through the doors at your work, you would be like, "Take me now." No workplace romance. What? Who says? I don't know. I mean, I
1: think if you do it, you you have to be prepared for the repercussions. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know. Like, if it goes south, it is such a shitty situation.
0: I would just get another job. I don't want to get another job. I like my job. Okay, whatever. I have not had that feeling. But this is Ryan freaking Gosling, and love is hard to find. So I would go for it. If I was in the moment, it it would be hard to say. Yeah, we'll see. But for now, no, we don't want to date in the workplace.
1: He, I would have to seriously think that he was the one, that it was going to be me and him for all of time. If I truly, truly thought that, I think I would try it. But anything less than that is not worth it to me. But that's how I feel. Other people feel differently. Yeah. And I think that I feel slightly differently because of the nature of where I work now and... It's literally like a life or death situation usually on a day to day. So like Your you really head cannot really
0: needs to be in the game.
1: Yeah. And you really can't come to work distracted. And I know if, if I had someone's life on the line and my head was somewhere else, I, I that just wouldn't work for me. Yeah. Fair enough. I think if I had a different job and it was a different atmosphere. And I could potentially avoid it more
0: if I lose focus in the Excel spreadsheets. There's always the undo button. You don't have that. I have no. plenty of undo buttons. If it feels right, go for it. But I just, I just think you have to prepare yourself. Yeah, I mean, don't expect me to be dating a coworker, but I can't say no to Ryan. And I, I guess I'll just. it <laughs> I don't it there. think anyone has. Yeah. Luckily,
1: I think he's happily married.
0: Yeah, but like Ryan, whether or not it's happily Ryan similar, not Ryan Gosling himself, because I don't want to disrupt. I know like I would probably create a wedge between him and his wife. I know that that is so likely. Mm. So I, I would have to take a step back because I'd be too much competition for the wife. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to create any tension in their relationship.
1: Yeah, I could see that. You're so kind, so giving. Yeah. Truly a good Samaritan.
0: I really try. like Eva, Eva's probably thanking me right now. Ryan's probably kicking, kicking dirt, upset over it. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Well, good chats on the workplace. Always yeah. fun to talk love about love the good work.
1: workplace drama.
0: I had such a hectic work day and here I am on my time off talking more about work. Isn't that how it always is? They yeah. say
1: to leave work at work, but is anyone actually able to do that? I don't think so.
0: But great chat. If you want to follow us on Instagram for all the updates, all the fun little memes, you can reach us at or the love of chad underscore podcast. If you want to share any of your dating stories or ideas on topics of conversation, you can reach us at fortheloveofchad.podcast at gmail.com. Like and subscribe. And also, please write a review. We'd really appreciate it if you liked the episodes. And tell all your friends. True that, true that. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye.